Hello? Dylan, is Hello. that you? It's been a Dylan, while. It's been it's been ten Three years. Months. It's been fourteen mm-hmm. years. Fourteen years, something like that. Oh my god. I already have a family. I moved on. Oh. Well, it's you, <laughs> it, your rough past keeps you tied down and you you had to do one more score before you could retire. Trust me, Arthur. I got a plan. We just need more money. No way, that's... I, I did the Arthur voice for fucking Dutch. <laughs> Arthur! We need more money! Shut up, Dutch. What are you, some kind of European toy maker or something? <laughs> what was that noise? I don't, I don't know. But... <laughs> but How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a while. Um, yeah, it's just uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a little something called life, and sometimes people experience it. And I, uh, yeah, so yeah. here we are. We I don't know if there's gonna be a schedule, but I want to try at least doing one episode a week. Yeah. That works better for me, especially yeah. with everything that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to? Uh, do you want to talk about it at all, or no? Because I don't. Um, I can give the spark notes, but I'm not gonna go into detail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The spark that. notes version of it all is uh. Um, so my girlfriend mm-hmm. broke up with me. Yep. Um, uh, to, uh focus on her mental health um and uh so i got rushed out of the house as and it, it was around november so it was a really crappy time because there's nothing open and so eventually i settled on living in the spearfish canyon at the lodge because that's where i work as a housekeeper and Made it work for a good while. And then on New Year's, I got into a car accident. Roads were really icy. It was about negative 5, negative 10, something like that. I was only going about 20 miles per hour. Started sliding and went down towards the side of the creek and smashed into a tree. So I have no car, no girlfriend, no place to call my own. In a matter of two months. So, I've been busy trying to get all that crap figured out, and uh, as Revan knows, I am moving back to Montana because, well, kind of hard to do anything when you have zero transportation and you live in the middle of nowhere, and so I can't get groceries or anything unless I bum rides. So... I'm going to go home until I can get back on my feet and see where life takes me. And I want to say that's part of the reason we weren't doing podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's been a pretty big, pretty rough patch for you. and 
the last thing I ever wanted to do was just be like, hey, so I know um your life kind of sucks, but like, kind of need to crank out these podcasts. So let's kind of need to pull out these videos. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm I I was too busy and too stressed out right. because I was basically going to be homeless, and now that this happened, I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, we're back in it. Um, it's good having that. I think it's good having that social, you know, being social and talking at least. Because at least you're yeah, not completely, I, yeah. I I don't see anyone besides people for work, Rip. and when I'm at work, I work. So, yeah, this is the some of the most social contact I have. Yeah. So, <laughs> really, I'm a saint. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, no. I'm sure people understand. I mean, I don't really, you know, I don't. I don't think anyone really like cares. Not not saying they don't no. care about the situation, but it's just like, yeah, you've had a rough couple of months. So I don't think. I think the no, last no. thing anyone wanted was <laughs> another podcast. No. Uh, I'm pretty sure the last thing anyone wants is just to make my life work. <laughs> right. Right. So. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. that's good that you're, I think the whole Montana thing, I think having just a change of pace is, uh, is a good thing, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be much needed. Right. Just at least till you're back on your feet, you know? Yeah, and I agree. I think that's all that matters is that you're alive, A, and B, that you're, you know, you just... You know, be the guy that actually works on himself instead of um, saying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a bit of an inside <laughs> joke. I don't want to go into detail. Yeah, but, I'm not going to go into but, Prefer not to. Yeah. Out of respect. Well, yeah, of course. Because I, yeah. I, I don't know if any of them listen yeah, to this. So. Me neither. But I think it's funny. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> it is funny. <laughs> but uh, let's uh, move on, I guess. Um, you, these guys, uh, got, want to listen to some content. Um, I guess I can say what happened to me today that I found out. Um. That you have diabetes. I have diabetes. Fat. I'm fat as fuck and, um, I just need to stop eating. No, I, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I have, uh, I have influenza A. <laughs> How'd you get that? Um, well, your mom had it. <laughs> no! I'm, I'm sorry. No, uh, <laughs> my my dad and his girlfriend had it, so I, um, uh, I guess I got it transferred to me a bit late. Like, they just ended their week, their weakness, their sickness about, like, three days ago. And right. so, <clears throat> I don't know. Oh, you want to hear a really funny story? Yeah. It's yeah, a very yeah. short one. So, when I got in my car crash, I was heading over to uh, uh, Christina's. And you know her. And because they invited me because they didn't want me to be alone on New Year's. And I was like, yeah, you know, I shouldn't. You know, let's, I'm going to go get out and try to see some people. Got on a car crash. Ended up spending New Year's alone. Well, 
I found out the next day that her and her husband had to be quarantined because one of them had got COVID. And so I replied, man, it's a good thing I got in that car crash. Don't want to get that COVID shit. <laughs> and I felt like that was a really good joke right. to make at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty fucking funny, though. <clears throat> I guess, I mean, that's always good. Think about the bright side of it, you know? Cause yeah, it could be dead. You could be, yeah, you could be, like, bedridden <laughs> right now and dying. Yeah, that that was a funny thing because a lot of people, obviously, they cared and right. they heard about, like, what happened. So, they're like, they're like, oh, my, oh my God, are you okay? And a lot of the time, I had to bite my lip because I'm like, they don't understand my sense of humor. Right. So, I had to, like, resist from being, like, I'm dead. I'm your imagination. <laughs> The car crash wasn't your fault. <laughs> or just or just making jokes like that, but whenever someone asked me if I was okay, I just kind of looked, and I was sore. My entire body hurt because I went 20 miles per hour to zero in the instant. Right. So I was sore AF, and mm-hmm. freaking, uh, they're like, oh, are you okay? And I'm like, uh, I'm sore, but I'm okay. But I'm okay. I'm okay. No, we uh, we made some jokes. Um, I, I don't remember all who were making some jokes, but we were like, where it's like you, you just got in the car crash, and you're like, there's a raid tonight, <clears throat> and you're fucking crawling back to your house. I can't. The boys are calling. You're like, it is definitely raid night. You're fucking calling them. I'm gonna be five minutes late. Wh- why? Don't worry about it. <laughs> for a case the just start hightailing it through the blizzard yeah, exactly. just oh my god and I the tigers just playing as I'm just I gotta get half a level tonight <laughs> I can do it <laughs> yeah no, <laughs> I made the joke uh, with a buddy actually cause I was like cause like when the car spun out on the ice because I had to avoid two other cars. So I avoided the cars, but I ended up spinning out. And as like the car started spinning, I was like, this is it. This is how I die. Damn. And then I start sliding down and I hit the tree and like, uh, like one, I kind of recalled and then I looked back, looked at the damage and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the dudes came back, like, storming down the hill to check on me. And he's, he's like, laying on the car, bro, are you okay? And I just kind of, like, kicked the door open because the door shut. So I, right. and with the gravity, I kicked it open and freaking came walking out. And I just looked, and I was like, damn. And so me and my friend, we were joking around. Because some people are like, you just walked away from that? I'm like, I'm just built different. They <laughs> <laughs> fell in a whole car crash and I right. walked it off. Walked it off. Until day two when every inch of my every inch of my muscles were like, hey, buddy, you're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But so, uh, I already said mm-hmm. this, but you know, I'm glad you're okay. Yeah, could be, could have been worse. If if you so. died, I would go to your funeral and I would default dance on you. That's all I would ask for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have to like put it in your will so no one thinks I'm like a psycho. Like Revan, um, let Revan do whatever you he wants to my body. And then just on my course, start default dancing. Yeah. <laughs> So, we have, we're just going to get back straight into the nerdy stuff, but a few things we have watched. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I know. One of them being Marvel, one of them being Star Wars. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, I say let's do Boba. Boba? Okay. And then Spider-Man, because I have let's a lot just, more to say about Let's Spider-Man. just hit him with it right now. Spoiler warning for both or... No Way Home of Spider-Man and The Book of Boba Fett. Okay? Right. You spoiler have, warning. You have five seconds to get the hell out, watch yeah. those, and then come back to the podcast yeah. if you choose. Um, no one's forcing you unless, you know, I'm right behind you. I'm yes. forcing you. I am forcing you. I have a you. gun... Pressed up against your skull, a nine millimeter. Figure it out, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. But okay. <laughs> so yeah, there's your warning. We're gonna, we're just gonna spoil. We're, we're just gonna talk about it. All right. So, yeah. If you don't care, then listen. But uh, yeah. So Book of Boba. We got two episodes out right now. Mm-hmm. One and two. Um. What do you think? Just what do you think? Okay. It's interesting. I'm going to just flat out say Dan Cummins screening like Mandalorian or Star Wars Season uh, Clone Wars Season 7 or Bad Batch. It didn't come in freaking knocking teeth in. It came in kind of lukewarm. Yeah, mm. bought me a drink Look. first before it raw dogged me. Like, uh, That's the hope. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the I'm, I'm, I'm because... hoping to get lucky by this end of uh, episode eight. So, yeah, we'll because it. their episodes aren't bad. They're no, very interesting no. because it dives into what's Boba been doing ever since episode six when he got with the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. It shows his escape, and then it shows what he was doing on Tatooine so far. It's not bad, but by no means like Mandalorian. Mandalorian came in freaking fist race to start swinging mm-hmm. out of the gate. Every like both every episode has been like that. I mean, first and episode been, you got to think first episode of Mando, we got to see Grogu or yeah. Baby Yoda as some would know it. And so yep. like us Star Wars fans only knowing what three others canonically, mm-hmm. we're like what the fuck, right? And so that already grabs us by the balls. But Boba kind of just not doesn't hit you that hard, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like the like I love watching him escape the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, love that. That was great. But then, like after that, it's just kind of like what Boba has been doing since he took uh, Jabba's position. Right. Jabba has position, and then what he was doing it, it flips back and forth between present and past to right. show what happened to lead him to. 
season two of Mandalorian and then what's uh what he's doing now. Right. And it's not bad, but it's a lot slower compared to every other Star Wars show that yeah. we have gotten so no, far. No, I, I completely agree. And it's I think part of it might be because we already have those What the fuck? Hello? Oh, shit. <laughs> that was I was looking at my audio bar, and it was, like, down all the way, and I was like, okay, I guess we're not talking today. But uh, <laughs> um, I think it might just be because we have all those other shows, maybe we're not... Because you gotta think, the last thing we had before Mando came out was the sequels. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> honestly, you could probably make a show about a pile of shit, and it would be a lot better than that sequel, but... Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm kidding, of course, but... Yeah, I I think maybe um we sometimes hype it up a little too yeah. much, so that might be the reason. But I will have to agree, it has been a kind of a bumpy ish start. I like I like Dylan said, I love the escape of the Sarlacc pit because you know that was never technically canon until Mandalorian, so mm-hmm. it was just awesome seeing it happen, and then it's just, it's kind of weird how they went with him, with this character. But, what we you know, it always has time to improve. And uh, yeah. I guess that pretty much wraps up the first episode pretty well. It's just ba- a lot of backstory, and then he is going around the town um, to, like, pretty much tell everyone, like, yo, what's up? I'm the fucking, the new guy. Yeah. But... Now let's talk episode two, which I believe to be a lot more interesting. Um, yeah. Both with the present and the past. Um, so, I don't know. What, I'll, I'll ask you first, since I asked you first last time. What do you think about episode two? So, same thing. I feel like mostly the slow parts is present day. Because it showed... Because we got, like, the intro of... Um, and of like the mayor of wherever the town that's that they're on is and Moss, but I don't remember which one every town and there's mosses and yeah. just some rams other word but like it's interesting because like it was it's slow but interesting because it's like oh who sent the assassins to kill Boba Fett right and then you got to see the twins yeah the, from the Hutt clan which is yeah. really cool because well you know I haven't seen that many different kind of huts and so um it's like the, I feel like the present stuff is slow but it's like keeps you guessing like what the hell is going on right while the past I thought was a bit more interesting because this showed how Boba Fett uh, lived with the Tuscan Raiders and mm-hmm. how he communicated and how he basically got indoctrinated into one of their clans. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Um, just him being kind of like, um, like when he's getting robed up and everything, like I thought that was so yeah. cool. But, um, <laughs> I made the joke that, uh, uh, when, cause I, I've been watching it, uh, party washing it with a couple of buddies and so we made the joke that when they put the hood on i was like 
And then also just I killed the women and the children too, cause yeah, yeah. I I kind of was feeling those vibes too. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And we were just making jokes about how like uh, like Bobo would beat the shit out of someone. It's just like the Tuskers, man. Haven't seen someone get their ass kicked like that since some random freaking Jedi just showed up and killed every <laughs> single person in our camp. <laughs> Yeah, um, something I thought was interesting is the, mm. the, uh, the train. See, at first mm. I didn't know what was up with the train. I thought it could have been mm. Imperial. I didn't know what was going on. Yep, and then he saw it was the Pikes. Right. And so, that was interesting. But they, this, they kind of, what they did there what I, th- I think they did there at least is he's mm-hmm. sitting on those boxes kind of as if he were sitting on a throne you know yeah. and he's making the decision to not kill them but to make them walk and that he they can still travel through but they just can't shoot these guys anymore and so it's kind of interesting that's how that's kind of like foreshadowing and like explaining how he's going to lead he's going to be a yeah. fair leader you know, rather than Jabba, who will also something else, the beginning of the show um, with the <laughs> assassin. Yep. And he was like, well, if you don't answer to humans, you'll answer to the fucking the Rancor. And so yep. he sends him down the Rancor pit. And, you know, Jabba would have obviously watched and killed him. But as we know, the Rancor is dead. So there's no Rancor down there. Yeah. And, uh. So it's just super interesting how he kind of uses fear, but not in like, not in like a job away, in, in not like, in like a an way information he, way. Yeah, because he said it. I think in the first episode, Jabba ruled with fear. Yeah, but Boba wants to respect. rule with respect. Exactly, mm-hmm. and I just think and that's so, super interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and it's so funny. It's one of the few funny scenes because every time. Freaking Bubba walks into a place. It's like, oh, we didn't see you with your uh, litter. Yeah. For those who don't know, litter is what, like, for royalty, like, the guys that would have, like, it would be, like, four or five dudes in, like, ancient times carrying the king or whoever on their uh, their shoulders with a chair in the middle. That's basically what it is. That's what we mean by lit- litter. Fun fact. It's like, well, that's the thing with Boba is like he wouldn't do that, you know. No, he he literally <laughs> walks to every place. Yeah. And sure, he has like his he has the his posse with him, but like it's <clears throat> it's just super like it's super interesting seeing that dynamic of like a new person being hailed to the throne, mm-hmm. and then him mm-hmm. not getting respected. Because, yeah. like, the Huts, they get respected because they're crime lords all around. But, yeah. like, I mean, literally Some first random... episode. Yeah, like, first yeah. episode, he tried get, he literally was trying to get killed. So, like, it yeah. was insane. Yeah, it was because, you know, like you said, Huts, the Huts ruled with fear. Right. But, and so no one respects some random old bounty hunter just, like, yeah, this is mine. Right. And uh, you'd think it would be... I don't know, I think it would be a little... 
Um, I would be fucking scared if I saw a dude with best car in Durasteel. Just, uh, he's like, yeah, I'm the king now. And you're like, oh, okay. But it's just interesting what they want to do. Um, and it's also interesting because I wonder if they treated Bib Fortuna the same way. Because as we uh, know, when Jabba died, which was at the, what, episode six? Yep. Um, uh, Bib Fortuna took the throne because Boba killed him for the throne. And so I wonder how they treated Bib Fortuna because if, and why are the cousins, which I guess we haven't really talked about too much, why are they coming in now? You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> they did, they, I guess they did say they had affairs on Hutta, which mm-hmm. I think is super interesting if, if they go to Hutta in the Boba uh, series, because the only, I think the only time we see Hutta is, I don't, I, I haven't watched the Clone Wars, I know, fake fan, but, uh, um, I know the only time we see him is in the Old Republic, so I don't know if we see him anywhere else, but. Right. It's just I'm interesting. Sure it's on but yeah, yeah. Um, oh crap! What was I gonna say? I forgot. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. There's something to do with Star Wars. I just can't remember. I mean, I would hope so. I mean, of course. No, and. Yeah, so then we also got the introduction to the twins, mm-hmm. which, while watching it, I was like, man, these siblings are, like, really, really, really close to see. Yeah. <laughs> like, uncomfortably. It's but... almost like how royalty is with keeping it in the bloodline almost close to me. Yeah, that's, well, that's the vibe that I got as well, because I was like, and keep in mind, these are, like, giant freaking slug yeah. monster things so it's just kind of creepy and just weird and gross and it's just like what's going on here <clears throat> yeah yeah not good um i guess i'll just ask you this because this will kind of wrap up the whole boba talk Ooh, actually i remember what i was gonna say what's up do you think do you remember solo a star wars story do you remember i think her name was mira um, Amelia Clark's character, yeah, a love interest for yeah. her. Do you think she makes an appearance? Because since the Pikes were in right. the show, and Boba messed with the Pikes, and Darth Maul's already gone, and in Solo, Mira or whatever her name was, was the right hand man of Darth Maul. Right. Do you think she rolls over Crimson Dawn, the Pikes, and all those I, big? I think it's definitely possible because how they're seeming to run it is they're gonna go into the crimes and like the mm-hmm. crime bosses and shit. And Boba's obviously going to want to at least deal with whoever's on the top. So I think for sure it could be her. I mean, you gotta think. Because if she, maybe she hears that from the Pikes that it's like, oh, this guy just came in, did this and that, that and this, whatever. She's going to want to talk to him or something. Exactly. And that might even help. She might have even, you know, um, she might already be like, like, I'm just saying we don't know what's going to happen, but it's a very strong chance that she could. 
Um, yeah, because that's the first thing I thought. Because when I saw the pikes, I was like, Darth Maul's dead. Right. He died before episode four. Yep. Like just before. Yeah. And so would she be taking control of all the big uh, crime bot crime uh, gangs and whatnot? Right. That would be be interesting for sure. Um. Yeah. So I guess. I guess that kind of correlates with what I was, what was going to ask. I was going to ask, what do you think they might do with the future of the show? I think something with that, more than anything, dealing with the underground, the crime world, yeah. because yeah. honestly, right now, a lot of the stuff is just speculation because we don't know. Right. They haven't, there hasn't been like a clear route. In a sense, kind of like what, Mandalorian 1 was because we just figured oh Mando is just gonna be a bounty hunter and just continue to do all the stuff and then we eventually caught on to the story right and so it's hard to say right now but I'm sure within this next episode or a couple episodes down the line we're gonna see that story start coming kind of coming together right. so again I feel um, like right now um Boba doesn't really have his Grogu, you know what I mean? He doesn't have the thing that he wants to hold on and protect for his entire life. And that might be yeah. the throne, but as, like, right now, I don't really know if it is. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, it's Boba Fett, so I'm going to watch right. all the way through. It's just... Yeah, we'll it's just, it's weird his intentions, you know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely learned to be more um, on the respectful side, especially with the sand people and everything like yeah. that. But, you know, I wonder why he really wanted to take um, Jabba's throne. Like, did, did he think he was the next heir or something? Like, I don't really know. But, but... Uh, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> that was a great transition. <laughs> um, I have been waiting. I have been wanting to talk about this for so okay. long. I just want to say it again. If you're somehow toned out because we were talking fucking nerd Star Wars, let's say it one more time. Spoiler alert for Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> Spoilers. Because, oh my god. Holy sh... Oh my Gosh, dude. There is too much to talk about, almost. But... Yeah, like, I went in to that movie with already high expectations, and, I'm, and I already knew, like... I was like, oh, I should really, like, try to tone these down, but, like, I still went in, like, really high. Yeah. And my expectations Ooh. were exceeded. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I'm the kind of guy that... Even though I hate when people are like, it's got to have this, 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 this. I'm still kind of that guy. Because, like, how cool would that be? You know what I mean? And, like, back in my head, I was like, eh, it's not going to happen. And then some certain things happened. And I was like... Mm -hmm. (laughs) I remember we all four, it was you, me, Vance, and Mark... We got yep. the top, the front seats. Not the front, but, like, the back seats, I guess. We got the very back seats. And yep. we just, we were looking at each other the whole time with just, like, 
we yeah, like we were... <sighs> at one point we both like grasped like not like held hands but like I put my hand on top of yours and you put yours on top of mine we were both saying they're just the biggest biggest yeah. grins on our faces just dude just like two proud parents looking at like <laughs> our kid just just so yeah. happy to see what our, was going our on our son Kevin Feige our son I, Kevin Feige I, it's funny because so I remember how the kind of the hype quote unquote started um yep. pr- prior to the movie there was a meme going around involving Kingpin from the Spider-Verse uh, m- movie. And it's instead of the, his line where it's like, <laughs> it's not about the money. It's about the message. Um, he yeah. says, the meme it's goes, about the it's about the Mets, baby. Let's go. The Mets. Let's go. Come and on. So, I love the Mets. Come on. And so Let's go Mets. that, that meme being fresh in our heads, um, Peter and MJ were, calling each other because they had to stay away from all the press and all that Mm -hmm. um and i think this was actually after one of the biggest reveals or one of the first big reveals but um i remember that joke and she said they said something about the mets and i was just we were just like (laughs) but actually they're talking about sports yeah they're talking about sports and she's like i think the mets will make it all the way this year yeah, both you and I both did like the Padres faces. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I actually, I'm tripping a little bit because one big reveal happened before that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When you need a really good lawyer, who do you call? Nelson and Murdoch, baby. Matt Murdoch. Was oh, there. Matt Murdoch, baby. Oh, oh my gosh, they brought him into the MCU. They brought Matt Murdoch, Charlie Cox, from. Yep the Netflix series of mm-hmm. Marvel shows into into the fucking um, MCU. MCU, yeah. And it was just so perfect. Like, he was like, <laughs> he, he just panned on him and they started talking and everything. And... Um, then you saw the cane. Yeah. You and, saw the cane and immediately we all knew. Yeah, and we were all like... All those nerds. And then he caught the... There was a brick thrown through the window, and he caught it. And mm-hmm. just that line. You're going to need a really good lawyer. How, how did you catch the brick? I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was just a small bit, but mm-hmm. still. It was just one of those things where, yeah, like, all of us were just... Right. And Amazing! I, and I'm not too sure... How he, I'm pretty sure, did they say that he dropped the charges? Is that what his thing was? That he was going to be able to make it out of the situation, but now Stark Industries was in hot water because of the drones, and so that's why Happy needed a lawyer. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. So that's interesting, and hell, if they ever produce another Daredevil season, they could even do it on that somehow. If they mm-hmm. can get those actors to play, um, but yeah, no, that was that first big reveal, and we were just oh, we were dumbfounded. Oh, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure every villain that came out, we pogged over. Like it was great just seeing all the it villains was, come out. 
It was amazing because first came out freaking Doc Ock. Yep, and he's like, Fuck. "Hey, Peter," and you're yeah. just like, "He said it. He said it." The power of the sun in the palm of my hands. Right. Where is it? And I just remember looking at Vance, and Vance just had the biggest grin because he's the biggest Sam Raimi Spider-Man yeah, fan. He is. And so just yeah, and all of us just. Oh, yeah. He said it. He said it. Yeah. Freaking going bananas. Yeah. Bananas. And then immediately after that fight, we got the Green Goblin laughter in the distance, and we're all so they're just, oh, he's here. Throws he's here. Him. I thought it was super interesting how they brought in nanotech. Because mm-hmm. it, it it overwhelms the machine, and you can control the machine that it attaches to. Yeah, because in the MCU, their technology is a lot farther than any of the other right. superhero universes. And that's mostly because of space and shit. Because of all the space tech. And it's just awesome, because... I mean, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I wasn't expecting them to control him. But I thought, right. actually, my theory was that since nanotech was made by Stark, it mm-hmm. would have made him good. Like, it would have fixed the inhibitor chip. Oh, or yeah. inhibitor chip. But instead, it just kind of made his arms and honestly, more I'm powerful. Not even, and that, but... is, that was probably better because of the segue it made for the final battle and then for... How the villains wanted to be villains, I guess, if that makes sense. I agree, because we wouldn't have gotten all those moments with... So, so let's just, let's, let's, let's break it let's down a little more. Let's the next one. Because right after this... I believe he gets when, warped into Doctor Strange's place, right? Yep, and Doctor Strange... And that's when we first see the lizard. Yep. Yep, we saw Doctor Connors mm-hmm. as the lizard in... From the amazing Spider-Man, uh-huh. should add, in the other container, and they're just figuring out that there is a multiverse of villains mm-hmm. that came in. So what so, happened is with the spell. I'm sure you all know the spell from the the trailer. It was a little different in the movie, um, but so the the spell. The reason why it got messed up was because Peter Parker kept wanting to reset it. He went yeah. in and he was like, I want everyone to forget my name. And he was like, okay, I can do that. And obviously Doctor Strange did it because he's kind of just that kind of guy, you know? Yeah, because um, uh, I was going to say, from Strange's opinion, you know, him and Peter say it half the universe together. And because of his identity being revealed, it's Peter didn't want it just for himself. He wanted it because... It was affecting everyone else right. around them. For Aunt May, Ned, Mary Jane, or Michelle, MJ, I mm-hmm. should just say, because her name's Michelle yeah. Jones, whatever. And then Happy, because all of them were being affected by this, so he was doing right. it for them. So what Peter did, he was like, oh, what my girlfriend has to know. And he was like, all right, fuck it. And then he put another ring around. He was going to do the spell. And he's like, oh, Ned has to know too. And he's like, okay, let's calm down. You know, and then he's like, oh, but then this person has to know and this person has to know. And so him doing that screwed it up. And yes, he was able to contain it. But 
some something happened where it like seeped through or some shit like because, that. Because yeah, because the spell was about to break out and Ryze was just breaking out mm-hmm. right before he could can close it. Some of the villains, that's why right. he has to go hunting, came through. Right. And so fast forward to Doc Ock and the lizard being contained. It was now Peter's uh job and then he brought MJ and Ned into it as well to go hunt for the super dimensional villains that transported to the universe. And if you remember correctly, um, Doctor Strange wanted to just send them back. Um, But Peter had learned that what happened is that they would die. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh, no, wait. I think that... I think they... Does he capture them first? Does he capture them Yeah, because... Yeah, he captures all of them first. So what happened after that was then he they started scouring the internet, looking at TikToks and whatnot, because the cool millennial stuff. <laughs> and uh, they figured out that there was a disturbance over right outside the city at a military base. So immediately right. all of us were like, Green Goblin, That's that has to be him because mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened in the first one. Right. But we found out later that it was Electro mm-hmm. from the Amazing Spider-Man universe. Right. And he's not blue, which I was thankful for. Thank God. And they even had, like, a actual reason for that. It was like, it was like it's a new world, different energy. Because all the energy in this world is, like, yellow, and all the electricity mm-hmm. in that world was blue. So mm-hmm. that was interesting. And then we also got another villain... Kind of villain, a little bit villain. Anti villain. Um, we got Sandman. Yeah. Cause we, cause he was walking through, and we saw like the little things of sand coming up, and we were like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and um, so we were, I'm sure as you guys knew, you were trying to figure out how Sandman became a bad guy, because if you remember correctly, he, um, and Peter kind of made up. Toby Maguire's Peter. And so it's like, why would he want to kill Peter Parker? Well, in the introduction of it, he doesn't. He actually helps him fight Electro. Yep. And he shoots him with his little Doctor Strange infused web shooter thing. And then it shoots him back into the the room. And then he also does the same thing with Sandman. Yeah, because Sandman thought he killed him or did some random stuff. And he immediately became untrustworthy. And then Peter had to zap him too. So that let's let's just count our villains. So we have Lizard, Duck, Duck, Electro, and Sandman. We have four. And if you remember correctly, there's the Green Goblin still. Yeah, and Green and Goblin still out there. Mm -hmm. And so then, uh, with Green Goblin, he ends up uh going to the to the feast shelter. Yep, yeah. but uh, MJ, May MJ. runs. Yeah, May. On May, runs, runs. that, and, and he this wants is, help. yeah, and this is Norman Osborn. This is Green Goblin talking. So Norman's just like, I'm in a strange world. There's no Oscorp. There's no my. There's someone else living in my house, and I, and then he starts getting emotional about his son, and right. so. Aunt May starts 
planting the seeds in Peter's mind that all these villains need help. Right. Like, both physically before and... before I start, I have a little ad break. Theraflu. Drink it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, go on. And so, um, I start planting the seeds of these guys are both mentally and physically not okay. Yep. And it is Peter's job to look out because he is the Spider-Man, you know. He yeah. is the hero. And so, uh, they eventually put him, they take Green Goblin to the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum, mm -hmm. and Doctor Strange puts him in the, uh, in the prison. And then he's like, all right, cool, you found everyone. Now they're all going to go. Mm -hmm. And this is when we start getting the interesting dialogue, because Norman Osborn is like, Doc, like Dr. Octavius, you know, it's good to see you. And Dr. Octavius isn't happy, because... Dr. Octavius knows that the Green Goblin died yeah. a couple of years before the events of Spider-Man 2. Right. Even Sandman mentions how both Doc Ock yep. and Green Goblin both died yeah. to Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And then uh, and then Electro even admits that like he like he was battling Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's beating, beating his ass and whatnot, and then he was deserving data, and then he came to the realization that he was about to die. And so all the people in that room were like, wait, so we're sending these dudes to go back to their own universes to die? Right. And then Peter starts having a mental crisis because he's like, we can't do that. That's right. not good. So and then we get... Big plan... Mm -hmm. Is to fix them all. Yep. And so Doctor Strange doesn't like that. Because he is like they're from another universe. We shouldn't interfere. Because he's the fucking wizard. And he knows what's going to happen. And he knows that. And even still they have. Very. all Every person in that room has very minimal knowledge. Including Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. To the multiverse. Mm -hmm. and, and so. It's, Peter. It's Decides to take matters in his own hands, and he takes the box, the cube that would reset it all. And then they go on this wild goose chase. It's a beautiful set of scenes. Um, Ooh, Doctor yeah. Strange and Peter Parker are fighting through New York. They're, they're Really, they're fighting through whatever the fuck Strange puts out there. Um, yep. And then they have their... They, they battle, and something super interesting that I thought was really hype is he gets knocked. Remember how he does the thing? And he yep. gets, like, his conscience is out. Well, he was going to take the box, but his reflexes... Astral, his astral body, you yeah. could see the spider senses. Yeah. And, and he so... could just go and dodge all of yeah. it. And then he was able to float back into his body, which we've never seen anyone be able to do before. Because Hulk and... had to get reset by her. Yep. And also... It, we actually get the visual indications, like, because, like, they, because in most Spider-Man movies, they give the audio cue of, like, mm -hmm. when the spider senses are going off, but they're not going to add the squiggly lines. Right. And so when Peter was in his astral, uh, out of his body in the astral plane, see the squiggly lines, because mm -hmm. his spider senses were tingling. 
Right, and that was pretty cool. And so, um, I don't really want to talk about the whole fight. They fought for a little bit. At the end of the thing, he webbed Doctor Strange over the Grand Canyon. And then he left. With geometry. With geometry, yeah. Because that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool, showing that he is a smart kid. Um, And then he tries fixing them all. He goes to... They, I, uh, yep. Mr. Stark had a, uh, refabricator. Was, what is it? A fabricator? Yeah, the fabricator. And, uh, he could make pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. So, first thing he did, he's, he made Doc Ock's inhibitor chip. Because they found out yeah. that was the problem. And, uh, let me tell you something. Norman, Willem Dafoe, put on a great performance. Great actor. Yeah, the entire movie. And, uh, but this time, so we think it's Norman Osborn, but really, in fact, it's the Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Doc Ock gets his inhibitor chip fixed, and then Green Goblin has this monologue or whatever, and then all the villains pretty much become bad guys again. Mm-hmm. And then, um, Doc Ock flees the scene. The lizard's outside, and he, I think he, I don't know if he kills anyone, but I know he scurries away. Yeah, he breaks out and freaking starts hightailing it. Right, and then so that leaves us with, um, and I think, I think everyone else kind of did their own thing. Too, yeah, because Sandman dipped and Electro left, and then I remember that one bit, uh, the lizard, uh, because Green Goblin and Peter start fighting. Right. And Peter gets knocked out of the building. And the lizard catches him and then starts smashing him, him into the building. And says, this is... See why I told you about trying to change people? And then threw him back into the building. Yeah. Where then Green Goblin start beating the crap out of, yeah. out of him. There's a meme where it's which, like, nobody takes punches like T- Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. And holy shit, he took some punches. <laughs> and then he started dealing out those punches. Because there's a scene where Peter, like, jumps off the wall. And he has, like, both of his legs on the Green Goblin. And he starts, like, started pounding his freaking yeah. face in. And every time he starts pounding it, freaking Willem Dafoe starts having a bigger grin and bigger grin each time. And yeah. then at the last point, she starts laughing grabs Peter, freaking suplex, freaking smashes him to some floors and starts going down each floor. And I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And so we're hyped the whole time because we're like, what the fuck just happened? And then so um, the cops get there or whatever. And Peter, I believe they're at the... Peter sees uh, May, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Peter sees Yeah, because Aunt May makes her way downstairs. And then uh, Green Goblin, I don't remember if he's there or what happened to him, but he's he's in the vicinity and he throws a goblin grenade, right, first? Or did he, after, did he was it the glider? glider yeah, yeah, after his glider came through, so glider, smashing through the building. Yep, his glider came through, smashing through the building, and we we're like, okay, whatever. Don't worry, it missed him. It missed Peter and it missed May, so we're cool. And then he throws a grenade oh, and we're like, okay, it, whatever. It did hit May. Well, no, I was I was gonna I was gonna reveal that. Oh, 
Gosh. I didn't know. Well, because we uh, we don't see her getting hit. You watch her get hit. Yeah, you watch her because well, not... it flows down behind her like in the Sam Raimi. Well, you, you then would it think that. Through, if we can see her. Well, I'm just saying you would think that Peter would have saw that. And he would have just been like, okay. But well, he he also was like, had his freaking... He, he's being held by the hair on the ground by Green Goblin. Forgot about that. But anyway, yeah. so she does get cut, and eventually she dies. Aunt May dies, yeah. and uh, before most that, surprising to me because I called happy dying. If I'm being right. honest, um, with that happening, before that, she had given him the Uncle Ben speech. With great power comes great responsibility, and I remember looking yeah. at us at them, and we were like, you know, and. And I knew, I felt like she was going to die. Because she said yep. that. She said the lines. And I was like, oh no. And Peter's, uh, Peter, Jesus. Um, Tom Holland's performance with her dying was so like. Oh. It was I'm sad. getting chills just thinking about that. And like, it, it, was, it almost topped the, the fucking Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, every time someone dies or, like, something fails, he says sorry. And I just felt like, oh, oh, my heart, Peter. Yeah, he, this Peter Parker yeah. has gone through the ringer because he lost the only other father figure he had. Mm-hmm. And then now he just lost, and obviously Uncle Ben's dead. Right. And then he lost on May. I'm like, Peter, yeah, you son of a bitch! You, yeah. did, you need a break. Mm-hmm. And I think it's at that moment is when his fucking Spider-Man gets defined. Like every Spider-Man starts out with that, the that line, and then Uncle Ben dying, and then that's how they become Spider-Man because they're obviously full of vengeance, they're full of rage, and that's not mm-hmm. what Spider-Man is. And so with all that, he leaves. He goes. Um, I think he gets shot because of the guys. Um, But, you know, he just gets out of there. And we cut back to MJ and Ned. Oh, my God. So let's just... So Ned had picked up the, like, the ring thing from the Sanctum Sanctorium. Yep, the Doctor Strange ring. And so he was like... He was like... I remember the beginning because she's wanted to press the button to make, you know, because she didn't want him to die. And so Ned mm-hmm. was like, you got to wait. He said to wait for him. And she was like, well, let's just try getting him back. Cause you know, they all know that that was the power that he could do. Um, so he was like, just try getting him back. And so they're like, so I'm so, I forgot exactly what it says. Fine. I want to see P- Peter Parker. Yeah. I just want to see Peter Parker. And it opens up and we see this, a Spider-Man and we're like, Oh, mm-hmm. Cool. And we get a little closer. He gets a little. He looks at it. He's like, "What the?" And fuck? then, and then he looks at it. And we all it. sat there in silence, like, because we knew. And as, as soon as he saw Robin, light blue. That wasn't Tom Holland. Light blue, light red. Oh. Rips off the mask. And it's, it's Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. And we oh. were like, "Oh!" <laughs> I remember every one of us because we were also sitting in the back. We all like kind of stood up. Yeah. Did I raise your eyes? Like, yeah. I, I, I did one of these. I was like, I wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. 
Oh my dude. gosh. And then oh. and then so they have a little conversation back and forth. Uh, MJ's skeptical about that being the real Spider Man, obviously. Um, they yeah. say that and... they kind of have a funny back and forth with her na- with his nana too. Um, yep. Because he and... was like crawling the wall. He's like, I'm not doing that. And she was yeah, like, Can he, you get the and... webs up there? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny. Just like, prove us your Peter Parker. I I don't keep an ID. It's kind of the whole point of being the yeah. a superhero. Yeah. And has to show himself web crawling. Yeah. And so we're already freaking out. Cause right. Like, oh, oh. And so they kind of settled down. They're like, all right, all right, cool, whatever. There's another so Spider-Man. And they, they try the spell again. And who comes oh. out? Toby oh. Maguire. Maguire. Oh. And then we all set up again. The entire thing is going, yeah. Freaking losing their mind. We're losing our minds because... Okay, here's how I like to describe it. So, when we went into the theater, we were already guessing, like, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield have to be in here. Like, there's there's no way. But we were also skeptical. But then, but we're like, oh, no, they have to be in here. And so, like, it didn't, and just because we were skeptical, it didn't take away from the moment, because we were still just like, it happened, it happened, let's go! And and again, freaking MJ's like, hey, like you're Peter Parker, can you yeah. prove it? And and Toby McGuire even says, I I don't keep an ID. It's kind of the whole point of the yeah. I'm superhero. And both him and Andrew Garfield just looked at each other because it's like, I said that too. Right. <laughs> and uh, they had a little interesting back and forth. Um, they kind of didn't trust each other at first, and then they both webbed each other. I think mm-hmm. no, I think actually they both they shot both shot webs. Toby and McGuire. then they both flipped, and Toby McGuire was just a little bit faster and shot his web. Yeah, and it his web shooter. Web shooter. And mm-hmm. so that was that was awesome. And then we got that, and uh, then they start talking, and then they realize like, oh shit, like. He's if we are each other and we both experience the same thing, then this guy's experiencing that too. Yeah, and he's so, just now experiencing it because Toby McGuire's whole point is like, I'm I'm looking for your friend because I can tell right. he's really hurt and I feel like I need to be there. And even Andrew Garfield's like, like he's like, yeah, no, same. Like, like we right. need to find him. And so then and they ask it because every Spider-Man has, has a, a building they that go. they go up to. And I think I don't remember who was the Chrysler and who was the Empire Chrysler State. Chrysler was Tobey Maguire. And then the Empire, Empire State, State Building was, was uh, Andrew. And then, uh, and so they're asking about it. And Tom Holland's place was the. Um, it was in an earlier scene in the movie right. because you see, excuse me, because you see uh, him and MJ talking yeah. about how they just kind of want to get away from all the nonsense right. that has happened. And so you find him on top of the school roof building. And he's still crying and then, oh, and then they come up and like hug him and he's just cries even harder and you feel that. You're like, oh, yeah, man. and then. He's like, he's like, 
or they're like, there's, I think there's someone that you need to see. And he's like, I don't want to see anyone. people that would like to meet you. And then he looks up. Oh my God. He looks up Uh, the silhouette. One of them has like the original, like Spider-Man kind of like the bowed legs. And then the other one's up there and they both jump down. And then he's like, what the fuck? Like, there's no way. (laughs) What's going on here? And then they, they talk, they talk for a little bit and they have the great, that that great little like connection piece where it's like he was like my aunt my aunt may told me with great power comes great responsibility and they're both like my uncle said that you're you're missing also one key thing oh yeah because after that as well i think it might was after after that they explained you know kobe mcguire explained how after that happened you know he wanted to see the man dead right and he chased after the man that did it, and he got what he wanted, but it didn't fix the hole. And then Andrew Garfield talked about how everything happened with Gwen, and how he tried to put the pieces back together, tried to be that friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but then he became rageful, he became yeah. bitter, and he stopped pulling his punches. Which is really interesting because we haven't gotten an amazing Spider-Man three, so it's interesting to know that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man at one point said "screw it" and just started going full force on criminals. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, and uh, so you know, with that. Peter really wants him dead, and they kind of talk him down. Um, but, uh, fuck, what happens next? And then they go through the great power comes great responsibility, and they both, like, Uncle Benson, that the day that he died, and then they all, then they offered their help mm-hmm. um, to help uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, Peter, uh, Fix all the guys, mm-hmm. and every other Spider-Man is like, "All right, yeah, let's do it." All right, because then they went into the lab phase where they all started making a cure, because yep, because uh, a- uh, Andrew Garfield was like, "Well, I made the cure once; I could do it again." And yeah, uh, and all of them just were looking at him weirdly. He's like, "I, I can do it," and they're like, "Okay." Yeah, and then Toby Maguire was like, "I've been working on this serum for a while." Um. For Goblin. And then, uh, so, <laughs> then they have, like, some pretty funny interactions. One of them being Ned's, uh, how Toby Maguire's Ned, which was, um... It was Harry Osborn. was Harry Osborn, and he betrayed and wanted to kill him. And Ned was like, hey, um, I don't want to... Do you have a best friend? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... We get to hear about MJ's Toby or Toby's MJ. Um, they're mm-hmm. they're doing good still, and that's good. Um, Andrew Garfield. We obviously know what happened with her, his love interest, and yeah. uh, and so yeah, they have some nice banter. One of them says, uh, "I think MJ says Peter," and then they all like look up and they do the finger point meme. Yeah. The, oh, that made me so happy. And then they talk then... a little bit more. I think. Yeah. And then when they're getting ready to battle, or 
for the upcoming battle, Andrew Garfield is like, so are you just gonna fight like a in your like a cool wearing a cool youth pastor clothes or? <laughs> yeah, because Toby <laughs> Toby McGuire wasn't suited up. Yeah, so it was and pretty funny. Toby just pulled down his shirt and showed the Iron Man suit mm-hmm. underneath. Yep. That was and that was good. That was great. And then I believe it's on to the fight now, right? Yeah. At the beginning. The, of they it? have the they have the little banter where they start talking about because uh, Bill McGuire because the way this whole scene starts out after Tom Holland gives out his monologue mm-hmm. is Toby McGuire's trying to pop his back and Andrew Garfield's like, "You good, man?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, my back." And for those that don't know, yeah. in the second Spider-Man movie, that's a meme. Yeah. My back. He... My back. Oh, my back. <laughs> it's a meme. And so we're all laughing. And Andrew Garfield offers to pop his back for him. And he told me to give a quality Spider-Man. says, oh, um, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. He pops his back in there. And they, and they start talking. And uh, Andrew Garfield is just like, Man, I've always wanted brothers. Yeah. Which warmed my heart because mm-hmm. anything with Andrew Garfield in that movie, it warmed my heart mm-hmm. and also sad because I know how much he loved playing that role. Right. And he's the middle brother, so he doesn't get the, enough recognition. Mm-hmm. And so he was just like, he was just happy to be there. You could feel that. You can right. feel that energy from him. Yeah. And, and uh, I remember um, he was kind of dogging on himself. Um, yeah, because they were talking about the villains that mm-hmm. they fought, like the weirdest villains. And Toby said, I fought an alien from outer space. And Peter was like, oh, I fought an alien on Earth in, and in space. And Andrew Garfield was like, yeah, I I suck, you know, compared to you guys. And who was it that brought him back up? Toby McGuire. Yeah, he, he was like, hey, 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 you know, let, let's, let's, let's go back a bit. No, I think we need to work on that uh, that mental state, you know, because like, just because c- come on, man, you're amazing. Yeah, and, and just kept on calling him amazing, and because he uh, is the amazing Spider-Man. Spider-Man, and just was saying like how great he was and amazing, and that he mm-hmm. shouldn't be dogging on himself, and that made me happy because I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I believe it was showtime with the fight. Yep. Um, the fight was beautiful, um, and at first they were kind of failing because a lot of the of what you don't know about Spider-Man is you didn't really they don't really work in a team. The only one that has worked in a team was Tom Holland. Tom Holland. So they're mm-hmm. kind of getting dogged on a little bit. They meet up, um, and they talk about the the game plan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, "You guys haven't worked in a team before. I have. I know what to do." And he kind of, like, directs them a little bit. And it's super cool seeing that, like, dynamic and talk about it. And then before they are off to fight again, Andrew Garfield, like, puts his hand on their shoulders. He's like, guys, I love you. That was improvised. Did yeah, you I know. know I know. Yeah, I know. So that's probably why they were like, um, okay. Thank you. Thank you. And then uh, oh, the probably my favorite scene in the entire thing is where they jump oh. off the, the oh, scaffolding. Yeah. And it's just badass. And they all flip in their direction or whatever. Um, they all fight. They all fight the villains. Um, they have the cures for each villain. Um, I believe they cure Sandman first. 
Yep. And Tobey Maguire kills kills him, cures him. Cures him because they took him up to the Statue of Liberty, and it was a fight because Andrew was facing Electro, and then Tom Holland was facing the Lizard. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to get up there as quickly as possible right. while doing the dudes that they were doing. And they eventually, Andrew Garfield freaking throws the cure. Tom Holland grabs it and then he chucks it to Tobey Maguire and then Ooh, Tobey yeah. Maguire kills. Tobey Maguire is like sinking in the sand and he like grabs it and he presses it down and it saves. It like does this weird whirlpool thing and then he like saves him and then he's like. You know, if you remember correctly, Tom Holland, or, sorry, Tobey Maguire and then um, Sandman had, you know, a relationship. So he's like, I, I saved you. Like, you're good now. And then so it's like, okay, cool. And then I believe, um, who's next? Probably Connors is next, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because it was, I don't remember that being as, like, impactful. It's more of just, like bam bam boom sticks him in and he's like whatever and he's like i'm cured whatever and then finally is electro and they're getting fucking shit on by electro like they're they keep trying to like come in like all together as a team but it's not working and who else comes in but doc ock and he grabs him um actually he pulls a little trick on him he's like pretends to be evil Mm -hmm. and he grabs the spider-man and he sets him down and he grabs him and then also the arc reactor that he had on his body. And then he he says the line, the power of the sun in my hand, in my palm, whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he says the power of the sun. And then Toby McGuire comes to me and he's like, in the palm of your hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get a really touching and really sentimental piece mm-hmm. between Doc Ock and Toby McGuire. Yep. And... Then they mm. have this funny little scene mm. with uh, Andrew Garfield and Electro because they have history as well. And uh, he's like, you know, you help You're a good looking kid. He's like, you, you help a lot of poor people and um, all this shit. And he's like, I thought you would have been black. <laughs> Obviously yeah. alluding to Miles Morales, which is fun. And uh, so, and then, and then he goes, uh, he's like, I thought you would have been black. And he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Like, it's it's funny, um, and then he uh they, then the goblin comes in I think. Yep. Then we get to the real meat. Oh. His yeah. goblin comes in, and so does Doctor Strange, because Doctor Strange is about to send them off. Right. And then, Green Goblin comes in, and snatches the box. Yep. And then Doctor Strange takes it back, but what he doesn't realize is that the there's a pumpkin bomb. Yeah. And the cube. Yep. That blows up and the spell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. And so you see the lines of the spell freaking go across and crash into the sky. And the sky starts falling apart. Well, then we get a really cool scene where we start seeing a lot of different Spider-Man villains. Because mm-hmm. you, like, if you look through it, you were able to see Scorpion, uh, Ryan. Yeah, Rhino. Excuse me, Rhino. Uh... Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure you can see Mysterio. Different versions of all the other villains. Um, and then Black Cat. I think she's also yeah. in there. But you just start. You start seeing a bunch of different mm-hmm. Spider-Man villains, and we're all 
They're like, oh, oh. Right. And I will argue this is probably one of the best scenes. Um, when the bomb goes off, MJ and Ned are on the scaffolding, and MJ falls. So then Tom Holland jumps down and tries to save her. Mm-hmm. But, and just before they can grasp onto each other, Green Goblin comes and pushes Tom Holland to the side. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, crap. And then all of a sudden you see Andrew Garfield jump down, mm-hmm. leaps down, grabs onto MJ and saves her. Mm-hmm. And they start having, and you could tell for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, he was starting to get really emotional. I, yeah. I was getting emotional watching yeah. that. I felt so bad for the mm-hmm. dude. And because he's getting emotional because he couldn't have done that to save Gwen. Right. And so, and so yeah, it it was just like one of those scenes where Andrew redeemed himself and you're just sitting there. Like and I sat there, like I I started getting teary eyed. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, poor buddy, because he's even getting emotional. I'm right. like, gosh dang. Yeah. But then right after, freaking Peter grabs a pumpkin bomb, freaking shoves it into uh, the glider mm-hmm. of Green Goblin, and they both crash down onto the shield the from shield, the Statue of yep. Liberty. And then. We start getting to the good bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. what happens here? Spider-Man, or sorry, um, Tom Holland being full of vengeance, um, decides that he is going to kill him. Yep. That was his goal. I think there was a line there, too, where he's like, I'm not here to do this. I'm here to kill you. Oh, yeah. He was like, poor Peter. Yeah. You... You don't have the strength to save all of us. He's like, no, I just want to kill you myself. Yeah. And though, so he's like laughing because that's what he wants. And mm-hmm. so they're going rounds and Peter or Tom Holland is throwing hands, bro. He's going <laughs> crazy. He does this cool thwip thing where he like thwips his head and he like bangs it onto his knee. And I was like, oh my God, like damn. And so he's like, on his like last whim and peter sees the glider and if mm-hmm. you know the glider has the knife on it that killed Aunt may and so he lifts it up and he's ready to kill and toby and uh andrew see this and they're like we got like like they don't say anything they don't say a word but they know yeah they know and then toby comes in and he he's about to strike down and toby comes in and he grabs it and he's like pushing him up and not a word is said. Not a word is said, I don't think. And and they're just looking at each other. And Tom Holland's looking at him and he's realizing, oh no, I can't do this. Like, this is not who I am. And so yep. he drops the glider. And then in that moment of serenity, damn, fucking Green Goblin stabs Tobey Maguire in the back. And we were like, oh my God. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, I believe it was Andrew Garfield, right, that came yep. in at the last second with the cure and uh, shoved it in his neck and he fell over or whatever. And uh, he was like, uh, are you going to be OK? And he's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. 
Yeah, because we were all, I'm sure all of us in the theater are just thinking the same thing. We're like, no. Right. No, they're going to kill Toby McGuire right. Spider-Man right in front of us. Yeah. We were all ready to freak out that, no, oh, don't worry, I've been stabbed before. We're like, oh, oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, and then they, uh, and then so they cure him and then, um, fucking, I believe Spider-Man goes up to Doctor Strange and he's like, He's like, well, I did it. And and then he's like, well, the rest of them are coming through. And he's like, well, what if everyone forgot my name? And he's like, are yeah, you sure you want to do that? They forgot entirely who Peter Parker is. And, and, yeah. and Peter's like, yeah, do it. And Dr. Strange is reluctant because, you know, and the entire time him and Peter have been kind of like friendly and then non-friendly and that's right. been their whole thing. And so at this point, you know, Doctor Strange was just like, you know, call me, sir. But then when Peter's like, make everyone forget about Peter Parker, you know, Doctor Strange was like, no. Because we will forget about you. Yeah. And Tom Holland, this was, in my opinion, when Tom Holland went from a kid to a man. Because right. he's like, I know. Yeah. Because he knows that right. everything that has happened was his mistakes and he's mm. gonna own up to it and he'll suffer the consequences of right. his actions and then he goes to the other spider-man and he says mm-hmm. hey you guys are being transported back right now um something something whatever and then he's and then he like he's like i yeah. i gotta tell you something. and then they're and then they're like yeah we know and then he's, yeah, he's about what, to run away and we're like okay oh that's cute and then he comes back and he gives him a big old hug and we yeah, were just all of them like, are hugging. Oh. We were like, "That's so it, adorable!" Like it made it made my heart happy. Yeah, I was I so happy I during know. that entire movie. Yep. And then and then he goes up to Ned and MJ, and he's like, "Guys, you're gonna forget who I am." And MJ's like, "No, this can't happen." Um, kind of a weaker scene in my opinion, but it needed to be done. Um, and so it's like, "No, this can't happen." They share their final kiss. Um, you gotta love that and, kiss. And Tom Holland's character is about to say, I love you, and she said, no. Wait till you make us remember. Because yeah. she wants it to be a genuine thing when right. they get back. And then, so, after that, <laughs> the spell is activated, Tom Holland leaves, the entire world forgets that Peter Parker even existed. And so, because of this, um, you know, Tom Holland's character goes to the diner that MJ works at. And he walks in, and then immediately just, how can I help you? Doesn't remember him. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I noticed, or one thing I noticed that like gives me hope that everything's going to work out okay, is MJ is still wearing... The broken necklace that Peter gave her uh, in Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And so, and like you could tell, like Peter, Tom Holland in this uh, scene was just, you know, he is happy to see his friends. And, you know, he just wants to explain everything, but he ends up just getting a cup of coffee and then mm-hmm. he uh, heads out. Yeah. Because he knows that right now, you know, 
it's not the time. He, he, it's not the time. And he comes it's... in, and he opens a, a door, and he's in a, and he's in his own apartment. Yep, he's poor. <laughs> he's he's finally poor. And uh, we see him on his phone. And he and what's on his phone is a kingpin, or it's a police report, and it's about kingpin. Yeah. And they say Wilson Fisk, but you know who I'm talking about. And uh, so he's like, "All right, time to go." And then he, we see him jumping out of the window, but we also see a sewing kit with a suit. Yeah. And we see him thwipping around New York during winter time with his new suit on, and it's pretty pretty much the best of both worlds. It's got that. Um, Amazing Spider-Man contrast with the Tobey Maguire kind of feel, I guess. I don't know. I, I love it yep. so much. It, it, it was basically like the OG, uh, yeah, OG um, uh, Spider-Man suit, the mm-hmm. classic blue and red, and it was just amazing. All right, and that's how the movie ends. And should we go? What's that? It's pretty late. I'm saying it's pretty. It's been a pretty long podcast. Should we say the uh, end credit scenes or have them? Where watch are we it? at? We're at 120. 120. Oh, this yeah. is the longest. Thing We've been talking for a while now. You know what? I think we should leave it for them because if they haven't seen yeah. it already, go watch it. It is such a good movie. Um, if you don't yeah. watch Boba, at least watch that for us. Okay, it's amazing. Please. It is worth. Every cent of popcorn that you're going to buy yep. in overpriced movie theaters, it doesn't matter. It's worth it. I would sell my left testicle to be in that movie. Not true, but yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, I guess on that note, go watch the movie. Um, we only we only really talked about three things. Four things. I know. I it was you, was <laughs> your life, my what's happening with me, Boba, and then Spider-Man. But yep. Anyway, but it is what it is. It is what it is, and we need to go. And I need to take a shit like bad. So <laughs> I am going to say goodbye, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, hopefully we'll get a a schedule going. Um, yep. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I love you all, and bye. Bye. Give him a kiss. Give him a content. Stop. <laughs> You're so fucking. Oh, thank you.